Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the season two of the Sang Media Podcast. I am your host, Vinny Sang, and I'm here to welcome a guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Vince. Welcome, guys. Uh, Yeah, like he said, my name is Vincent. Um, It's kind of funny because we're both Vincent, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, both Vincents, both uh, no photography and videography and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, okay, I mean. Okay, so to be honest, we already recorded um, yeah. 15 minutes of this podcast, but we realized that we were not recording audio, so we kind of just, we, we restarted. But um, what I was talking about in the previous uh, <laughs> recording was that it was funny because I was on Instagram one day and I was just kind of searching up um, random things and I, I thought, you know what, let me search up Vincent's in my area to see like, you know, the different Vincent's in the DMV. And I searched it up. And the first 30 Vincents I found, about 95% of them were photographers and videographers. And I, I was kind of like, I was kind of surprised. I was like, damn, did I just fall into this like category yep. um, of Vincents? <laughs> and it seemed like all Vincents were, I guess, creatives. I'm not going to complain, but it was just kind of funny to me. And I wasn't sure if that's how I ended up following mm-hmm. Vince here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that was a story. We both kind of been following each other for a while now. Yeah, and then we finally met each other about four or five months ago. Because I feel like we both been meaning to meet each other, mm-hmm. but like so many, like I think you were in Maryland at the time, yeah. and I was in Richmond, and then we were both doing our own different type of things, right? Um, that we didn't know we could talk to each other, basically. Exactly. Um, and then when we figured out that we could, we're like, "This is fucking great! Let's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do something. Let's like dissect each other's brains and do stuff." And right. the funny story is like he could have followed me from looking at those first thirty Vincents. And I'm thinking one of the other stories is someone shared his video. And then I was like, because I'm not going to lie to you. And I think I told you this when I first met you too. I was like, I was, yeah. I was stalking your Instagram. <laughs> it was like looking at your content because I think I didn't just start, but I like just started in trying to be more aesthetically pleasing with my mm-hmm. content. Right. Mm-hmm. And I felt like your videos fit that category. So I was like trying to be like, oh, dude, how like this guy's in my area. How the fuck is he <laughs> doing this? And I like, I'm, I just, I'm just not understanding how to do it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that was kind of, like, one of the hardest things to, like, figure out as far as, like, creating, like, a, I guess, like, a look or a theme or a style for myself. Because even now, like, I don't think I necessarily have a style. I mean, some people say I do. I don't really see it. I kind of just, like, focus on making sure the look fits the project or the video for what it needs to be. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to, like, have that match your Instagram when all your videos or photos are different. And I, I tried for so long to match it. Um, with my photography and it kind of just pissed me off because I was like, dude, like I have some of my most amazing stuff that I can't post because it just doesn't match up with the content. And I kind of broke out of that because I was like, you know, I'm just going to post what I want because yeah, honestly, like the feed's cool, but I don't think you need the feed to really be great, you know, on Instagram. So yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I like what you said was like, I'm going to post what I want because, you know, at the end of the day, it's your cha- it's like your Instagram, it's your channel, it's your right. thing, right? So it's like it should be what you want to post, type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So Vince, um, we're going to be diving into the subject that we're going to supposed to talk <laughs> about, and I think we're geeking because we literally thought we thought we recorded all of this. Yeah. And I looked down to the mic, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot to click the button." Um, but oh, the subject good. we're talking about is. Um, basically Vince's photography and videography background, how he started and stuff like that. You guys already know this podcast is about bringing multiple guests to give our personal advice 
and like you know just genuine conversations so right i i think where we left off last time before we unfortunately didn't record it um i asked you about like how was it like starting like what was that first first initial where like oh i picked up the camera and was like this is it yeah so i guess there was two beginnings uh the first beginning was in seventh grade i was uh in school in new mexico and in this class called smart lab we had different projects every week and you know different projects were like okay some days or some weeks you could focus on like stuff with making food or the other week would be like something about robotics or engineering and then you could go into a project with like video editing and that week was the first time i ever tried video editing the project was um focused around the editing software sony vegas i believe okay yeah and the task was basically to create a commercial and i made a internet explorer commercial at the time because i saw an ad on tv that kind of like well it was cool and i was like inspired by it and i was like oh let me make something like this yeah and i decided to do that and i don't know it was just really fun just shooting around and then like putting the pieces together and eventually making this like piece of work this body of work that you could be proud of and i was like holy shit like this is actually really cool and then my friends in the class were like really excited when they saw it and i was like damn like this is cool i want to keep doing this but um at the time i didn't actually like go after that uh, i was super into call of duty and like video games yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sounds great the prime right yeah. so um and i didn't have like a camera or like a software to like record because at the time like it wasn't the easiest to live stream or to record yeah. content. Like you had to get like a recording device and all these things. And I, I went into research for it and I was like, okay, I need these things. And I mean, at the time I didn't have money. So I was like, okay, first I need to get a job. I ended up getting a job. Um, I worked over the summer. I think it was sophomore year. And then after I collected, you know, or after I saved up as much as I could, I went out and went to go buy a PC I did my research, built my own PC. I went to go buy a camera. My first camera was a Canon T3i mm. with a kit lens, and I decided to buy the 50mm 1.8. Tough, the, the, the typical. The nifty 50. Yeah, nifty yeah. 50. Yep. And then um, I kind of used that just to like record me while I was doing um, the commentaries. And I, I think I used this like USB stick. That connects to... Yeah. And then, like, I could record um, the screen with that somehow. Yeah. And it was, like, really cheap. So, like, like getting into that wasn't bad. But, you know, the cameras and the computer was kind of hard. But... Because it was a little expensive at the time. And um, I started recording commentaries. And then I realized, I was like, damn, this isn't really what I want to do. I, I think it was just because I wasn't comfortable with myself, the way um, I sounded and the way I was doing the commentaries. Yeah. It's like video game commentaries type yeah, thing? Yeah, like okay. while I was playing Call of Duty, yeah, I was yeah. like super into that, you know, like White Boy 7th Street, like <laughs> all these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I thought it was cool. And then um, after that, I kind of decided to just put it down. And I left the camera there for like about a year and I never touched it. And then one day I kind of decided to pick it up because I had never taken photos. And I was like, let me just take photos. And then yeah. I was like taking pictures of like grass or something. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I just started getting into it and then posting more of that stuff and and then sometimes, then I kept posting it on like IG, and some people would be like, "Hey, can I? Can you take photos of me? Like, I'll pay you." And I was like, "Okay." And then I took photos of them and got paid, and just kept doing that for a while. And then I got into um, the journalism uh, class and club in my high school. Mm-hmm. Ended up doing more content with them, and then kind of just like over time, I 
think it was just like naturally fell into that i guess career path yeah because like i didn't necessarily like go into it thinking okay yeah i'm gonna be a photographer i'm gonna be a videographer but like the more i did it i was just kind of like yeah like i'm getting paid and i kind of enjoy this so i was like i think i'm just gonna stick with it and i kept doing it and doing it and you know like i'm still trying my best to get better at it dang that's really cool <laughs> dude from seventh grade and then what probably like maybe a year two gap yeah and then you it's got like, back into it i don't know I mean, I kind of, I guess, like, you know, it's at just that time where everybody's confused with what they're doing. Yeah. Like, you don't really know. High school, dude. <laughs> yeah, high school. Oh, my God. I'm trying to figure everything out. Dude, that's um, actually crazy. I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that you started in seventh grade type of thing. And I didn't even know they offered, like, those type of classes in seventh grade. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, I feel like now it's more present. Yeah. Um, with the way things are, the way classes are now, they're more innovative. Um, you know, they're kind of pushing boundaries, trying to make sure everybody kind of gets like a feel for everything. Yeah. Before they go into like college, but yeah, I guess it just depends on the school and their budget if they have the money to like support things like that. Support That's classes true. Like that. That's true. That's kind of funny that you said you were in the broadcast and journalism club in high mm -hmm. school because I was too. Oh, nice, nice, dude. Because nice. like I I went into high school right and mm -hmm. then. I don't know if they did this in your high school, but like, you know, they had morning announcements and stuff like that, right? Right. And that was up to the broadcast and journalism, like, class slash club yeah. in our high school. So, like, they would record, like, weekly events and, like, recaps or, mm. like, giving us the news for the future and stuff like that. Right. And then, like, I remember in freshman year, because obviously you're a freshman, you're just trying to be popular and stuff like that. You're like, yeah. oh, this is kind of lame. Like, who wants to be on this type of thing? And then, like, right. I guess, like, sophomore, junior year, like, I really dived into my... Um, speaking right mm -hmm. and i was like i really want to expand more and see what i could do and then my teacher in june my junior year recommended me to the journalism club for my senior year mm -hmm. and then that's when like we were using like tape like the freaking video recorders oh and stuff really? like, that, like with tripods and um, we had like the normal like mics you see in like concerts yeah. and stuff like that um and like i knew i wanted to be in front of the camera were, so you were in the front of the yeah camera. Oh, so okay, okay. i was in the front behind it and editing at the same time right and um it's funny that you mentioned sony vegas because i didn't know about that program until i met our mutual friend tracy she's mm -hmm. been on the podcast and she was editing amvs at the time oh she did it on sony vegas yeah and um so i didn't really know that much about editing i knew what i wanted to do in front of the camera and i knew how to record out of the camera but editing right. was like I just discovered that then. And okay. um, the high school offered us Adobe Premiere to edit on. Um, okay. And there was only one iMac for <laughs> like exports and like iMovie you know, to oh. use it. And um, I, remember, I remember I was convincing Tracy to join the team because she said she has a free elective class and she wants to transfer out of this one class that she doesn't like. So I was mm -hmm. like, why don't you just join broadcast with me and like, you naturally edit. And it's funny because me and her actually became one of the top teams yeah. in the in the squad like we were depended on to cover things because oh, okay. some other people they just thought of the broadcast class as like you know another class bull in basically mm -hmm. another class you just like sit down and just wait but for some reason me and her were taking all, all the projects because we could do a, a day return rate basically right and like we could get it done and i think that's it, it's funny because that's when i guess my story started because mm -hmm. i've always wanted to be in front of the camera and so happen being in front of the camera you need to learn how to be behind the camera type of thing yeah it's it's good to know both sides that way you can kind of understand like coach whatever side you're on you know towards the other side basically yeah and it was crazy because in high school i would talk to 
Tracy about it and I'd be like, yo, I want to be like David So. I want to be like Just Kidding Films and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I, I used want, to watch those guys. Yeah, and I was like, I want to be in front of the I was like, I want to make these skits. Never did it. <laughs> and uh, like, I always had the ideas always in my laptop, always in like yeah. my docs and stuff like that. And it wasn't executed until a breakup in college, basically. Right. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of like those those moments that kind of like push you through. But I mean, I get it. It's just like, I mean, I wanted to like be behind the camera or I did not want to be behind the camera. I wanted to be in front of the camera, but like I was always so like, I guess like just insecure with how I look or like how I sounded. Mm, and it's kind of yeah. like, no, nah, like there's nothing wrong with like, you know, why are you like, and I was just like, I don't know, like the way I saw myself in front of the camera was just like, oh, it kind of looks weird. Like, what am I saying? You know, stuff like that. I mean, even now, sometimes it's just like, damn, it's kind of awkward. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, but it's kind of like, I'm getting used to like, just pushing myself over that obstacle where it's like, you know, fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter. If it looks like, it looks like shit, just upload it. Because like, the hardest thing for me wasn't the recording part or like, um, you know, the cinematics or planning things out. It was always just doing it. Because yeah. Because like, you know, like that fear of fucking up or looking stupid or looking dumb. And it's just like, dude, that's just you. And then you kind of get over that. Like the more steps you take, you kind of get used to it. Things get easier. Like when you're, that's just like when you work out, you know, like you work out, you start off with a way that you're you kind of, it's hard, it's yeah. hard to push. But then, you know, once you start doing it, keep doing it and doing it. You get more comfortable with it. Yeah. You push that weight hundreds of times eventually. And it's just like, I think that's the same with like video too. And like being, whether it's being in front of the camera or be, being behind the camera. Because like, there's always people that tell me, you know, like, oh, I'm scared to take on the project. Like, I might fuck it up. And it's kind of like, you know, I said, no, nah, I do. Like, it's not even that big a deal. And then I kind of like think about it, like on my end, it's like, okay, how can I relate this to that? And it's like, okay, like being in front of the camera. Oh, I don't want to be in front of the camera because I might fuck it up. You know, like I yeah. might look stupid. And it's kind of like everybody has their own thing. And it's just getting over that fear, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, I completely agree with that where, and I really like the metaphor you put with the, like the weights and like mm -hmm. trying to kind of get comfortable with it. Because I think a reoccurring subject that's always brought here is like people are, like afraid to just start you know and like maybe it's not the right time for you and stuff like that like i never judge a person by its cover but like mm -hmm. you need to at least start and go through it go through those failures to know how to improve and like do better next time right right because if you're not going to expose yourself like like you're saying like i'm not comfortable in front of the camera right now i don't know i don't like the way that i sound and right. stuff like that but like when you slowly start doing it more you start realizing oh i want to do it this way instead i want to do it that way instead exactly and so, then, you know like you kind of start making those changes and i'm not even sure if it, like i do sound different or i do look different in front of the camera or is maybe just me just getting used to myself the way i look because i feel like we're our biggest um i guess criti critiques yes like, we judge ourselves the most more than anyone else because like when you see other people your friends fuck up it's kind of like dude just keep going you know like don't fuck up but like why aren't we that kind to ourselves if we could be that kind to our friends if yeah. we could be that supportive to our friends why can't we do the same for ourselves yeah that's really <laughs> that's actually dead spot on with that's like with everything too that is like relationship advice professional advice exactly. like just normal everyday advice is like dude like when you talk to someone else like you got it bro like don't even worry about it. you're just stressing about xyz too much and like that's kind of where like people say like yo bro just take your own advice type of thing exactly but it's i think it's kind of like an easier said than done and like maybe oh, yeah. you need that 
that insurance of that someone else is telling you it, so you know for sure, for sure. Type hundred percent. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. So how was it like? Because um, it was funny when you were mentioning when like, I something that always comes to mind when like the starting of photography, videography, and putting yourself in front of the camera. Mm. How did it feel for you when you're turning that camera around and you're like, "Hey, how's it going, guys? Dude, oh God, this is." Uh, and then you're just talking in public and you, people are just staring at you. And you're just like, uh, "Dude, it's so dumb." Because like, okay, so I have my camera here, right? Yeah. Like the way I first started, like I started off. Um, I was just like start off at my house in my room and I would kind of like try. I'm like, I would say like, I don't know, a line. I'd be like, hey, what's up, guys? Blah, blah, blah. I would say like a few lines. I'm like, fuck, shit, hold on, let me look at it. And I'll take a look and I'm like, bah, bro, I look so stupid. Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> and I would do it again. And I would do it like 20 times, 30 times. And I would never get it right. And I'm just like, fuck. And I, I would just get tired, put it to the side. Yeah. And then try it again. And it's just like, I never got it. And I'm just like, bro, like, what's going on? And it's, it's never that I don't know what I'm doing or like i don't know how to vlog it's more like dude i'm just so fucking um i'm just so held back by this fear of just like fucking up that it's stopping me from, like because mm. if there's no camera there and you're talking to yourself you could talk to yourself for days you yeah that's true for so long and you, and like there's nothing like you can just flow like it just flows when you're talking mm. but when you start like holding a camera in front of you you're just like holy shit like i can't talk yeah and I mean that was that, that was one of the things that was kind of hard too, or that's how it was when I started. And then um, after I kind of got over that fear slightly, um, I started doing it outside, and I would talk. And you know, with the power of editing, all the fuck ups you can erase it technically. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I'm trying to do my best to not edit so much, but still kind of getting used to that. And then um, yeah, and then like going outside and holding it in front of you while there's people around is, is fucking hard because it's yeah. just like. Like, you're thinking, what are these other people thinking? Think like, about fuck, yeah. dude. Like, they probably think I'm weird. Or why am I holding a camera? Like, who do I think I am? But yeah, all yeah. this. And it's just, like, honestly, like, I kind of just started thinking, no, fuck them. Like, or not fuck them. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. But it's just, like, like stop that voice in your head. Like, fuck that voice in your head. Yeah. Like, why are you always bringing yourself down? It's just, like, dude, just do it. These people will see you once and will probably never see you again. Yeah. So what? They're not going to be talking about you when they go home to their dinners. They're not going to be talking about you like two weeks from now. Like they will see you and forget you in yeah. that same moment. It's like it doesn't matter. Just do what you're doing. Like, I mean, it's harder. It's hard. It's easier said than done. Yeah, I get it. But just going out there and taking that risk and just like pushing yourself to do something uncomfortable. That way, you can be more comfortable the next time you do it and the next time you do it, and then eventually. You know, you don't have that discomfort. And then eventually you want to push yourself harder. Um, on, you want to eventually push yourself harder yeah. somewhere else to make yourself more or to put yourself in a more uncomfortable situation so you can grow even more. Yeah, for sure. And I completely agree with that. I think um, repetition is obviously key oh, with yeah. it. You know, it's like as soon as you keep on doing it more and doing it more and doing it more and doing it more, it's starting to feel more natural. Because I think at first, um, I don't know if you felt like this too when you first started doing it. I thought the camera was a person, basically. Oh, and just like, oh fuck, like, yeah. I'm sweating, shit. Like, yeah. you, you, there's someone looking at me right now. Yeah, it's hard, dude. Yeah. But it's all in your head, dude. Like, it's hard because like it's in your head, but it's not hard because it's in your head. And it's like, what do you do? Yeah, it's like, where do I go from here? It's like, okay, okay, it's just battling with myself right now. Just mm. push it and go through. Right. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the biggest obstacle for almost all creators honestly mm. is like just that um 
just that insecurity of themselves and being afraid to not be good enough when they show themselves to everyone else. Yeah. That's why, like, you know, we hide or we do things that, you know, won't exactly show our full talents because we're afraid to show it. Yeah. And this is the power of, like, getting past that and then seeing what you can do after that because this is beautiful out there. And that, that could also go for anything in life, right? It's not just right. creatives. It's just, like, what's holding you from getting that new job? What's holding you from, like, asking for a net raise? You know, it's, like, it's all on you. And then you, there's no hurt in trying type of thing. Exactly. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. So we're hitting about our half way mark right now so we're about to take a little break here so it's gonna be like a 30 second to a minute break if you guys want to get some water catch that get that snack you know whatever you need while we take this break um during this break i just want to say we are looking for sponsors for the podcast or anything else in general because i have a lot of people that you know come on the podcast for example vince and then we're all part of like these different creative groups so you know if you need any type of sponsorship we could do a promo video we could do a commercial we could do a skit with it you know we could mention it in this podcast so you know just let us know um link in the bio and stuff like that to hit us all up and stuff like that so see you after this break see you and we are back hope you guys got that water that snack and i don't know what else brought that friend to listen to the podcast but welcome back um we left off with talking about how you know it's just a lot of things is mental right Uh, especially with the creative world and like photography videography it's like if you you're scared to post stuff because it's not up to par that you like what you want. But a really big thing that I really like saying um, before I hit you with the next question, uh, mm-hmm. Vince, is like quality versus quantity, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, both are important, but you know, you never know that, you know, quality is different to the, the eye of the beholder, right? right? So it's like anything could be good or anything could be bad. It just depends on who's receiving it. So just make it to the way that you want to make it and making sure you send that message, right? Right. Thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can focus on quality as far as like technicalities and you can improve yourself. But like when it comes down to it, if there if there is no quantity, then there is no quality. If exactly. you can't even make one video or post one thing or anything, then where's the quality? It's, it's non-existent. So, you know, just getting out there or just doing it in the first place and then focus on improving after that first one, after the second one, you know? that's I think that's where people kind of miss that whole idea of just, like, starting. Yeah, I completely agree. But um, diving to the next question I got for you, Vince, yeah. is I was always curious about, like, your development stage, right? Mm-hmm. Of learning photography, learning videography, learning how to do these different type of edits, you know, using After Effects or using, like, putting things that make it you right making mm-hmm. it different making it like oh i saw this from one person's video let me see if i could try to do it in my own way or like you know what you've learned or that was like okay this is kind of my style i'm not like limiting myself but i'm developing into this type of thing mm-hmm. damn yeah though no, that's a that's a very that's a great topic and it's a it's kind of like a broad topic too because like I mean, everybody learns in different ways and you know there's not just like one way everybody kind of goes through it but i guess like the way i went through it um both with video and photography was kind of like i mean i was on youtube a lot mm-hmm. and i would just see people like do like videos or photography stuff challenges and i would just be like oh okay that's cool and um i would kind of just go out and you know try it myself i would take pictures go back to the computer edit it and watch videos okay like he did it this way he did it this way and i would 
Oh, oh, it died. All right. We are going to take a short break again. Um, we'll be right back. Literally right back. It does not even going to be a break. Since the camera died. Um, so give us one second. And we are back. Sorry about that inconvenience. <laughs> the camera um, ran out of battery. But uh, you were talking about um, um, how everyone learns in different ways. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just kind of going to back to the computer. You know, after I go out and shoot, kind of edit it, watch other people edit what they would do do it that way and once I figure it out I'm like okay I figured it out let me try something else and I would go out and do it do it again and it's kind of just like that cycle of like learning something and then going out doing it and then implementing whatever you learned onto that project and I think yeah the biggest way I learned was definitely through experience yeah um there was a few points like definitely a few points where you know there'd be like weeks or just like months where i would just kind of sit down and just watch content and it's kind of like so um it's like it's cool but you know you're consuming content you're learning stuff but like unless you're actually out doing it you're never actually gonna like understand or like fully comprehend what it means to like do certain actions or like what it's going to result to or fully experience why it's like this why this happens when i do this thing yeah you know and this is like yeah a lot of it's just going out doing it yourself and then learning yeah i think that's just that's been the the way this whole time i've been learning things and i think from what i've seen a lot of people or a lot of creatives kind of go through is like they learn one or two things and it's like okay i'm comfortable here and they kind of just sit there and stay there and they'll keep doing the same thing and uh, over and over again and they never kind of like grow and it's because like they never go out to go push themselves to be in a more uncomfortable situation to yeah. learn something new, like something they completely don't know, even if it means like, you know, taking a risk of potentially fucking up. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's where a lot of people kind of fuck up. But yeah, I mean, there's also like times when I would see like other people's work and it's just like, yeah, you know, say I could do that. And it's like, then I tell myself, but you didn't do it though. They did. You didn't do it. You didn't yeah, go out. Yeah. You didn't go do that specific thing. You didn't go shoot it at that time of day. You didn't put in the hours. And it's just like, you say you can do it, but did you do it? And yeah. that's kind of like how I put myself in check, you know, a lot of times. Because like, it's easy to say you can do something, but you don't actually do it. Like yeah. kind of like I saw a vlog. Um, my friend's been making vlogs and like I was part of it. He was like vlogging me, like making um, a car video, basically. And like while I was watching the vlog, I was kind of like watching it in a third person point of view, like not being me, the person that was in that video. And it was kind of like, huh, you know, like it looks so easy in that video, like what I was doing. But like in that moment, it was so fucking difficult because it was fucking freezing. And I was hanging outside of a car. And, you know, there's just a lot of things going on and like you would never know until you actually went out and do it. And it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I could do that. It's just. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that, too, because like I'm not criticizing people. I was like, oh, I could do that. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like, am I doing it? Like, I, I completely agree with that. And it's funny how you say from the third person type of view, like I kind of thought about it, but like you just like completely brought it back to me. Right. It's like wow, that looks so easy. It's so easy. But, you know, at the same time, like, people don't know what you've gone through to get that photo, exactly. to get that video, and what you're struggling with. It's like, all like what they see is like, oh, you're just going like this, or you're just going like right. this. But if you if you, if you you don't think about it, like, if you're not the photographer or videographer, we're looking at our freaking, like, monitor yeah. so intensely, <laughs> trying to make sure we're getting the right angle and the right exactly. shot for it to put it together. And then we, like, I don't know if you've gone through this, but, like, I 
overshoot. But then whenever I, I get back to like, I'm just like, oh, I think we did enough. But I, like, I also feel like, oh, I think we could do more. But like, I don't know what else to do more of. Mm-hmm. And then when you sit down on the editing table, you're like, I could have shot this. I could have done this. Right. I could have done that. It's like, oh no, I missed the X, Y, and Z. Yeah, no, I completely get that. Like, I tend to overshoot a lot too. And then like, someone told me before it was, you know, um, is because you're just you're not comfortable with making the decisions to make that specific shot or just like these specific shots. And a lot of it too, yeah, definitely is um, preparation because the more you prepare before the shoot or whatever you're doing, that is, it doesn't have to be photography. You're more prepared in the actual moment that you're doing it. So you're not kind of running around. uh, You're you're not kind of like just like running around. Okay. Maybe I should get this shot. Maybe I should get this shot. You're already in there and you know exactly what you need to do. Yeah. I guess you could do like, yeah, whatever it is, I guess with like, painting or something you know it's like going in and kind of you're just like staring at the canvas and you're like i might do this i might do this whereas somebody who has more experience or already knows exactly what they're about to do and it kind of just goes in just starts working yeah they're like i know i want this shot i want this shot i want this shot exactly it's just and like it takes time to like also like you know develop the skills like it, it looks so easy when you know you see a video and they're kind of just like moving and it's like okay well, how do they know that's how they need to move? How yeah. do they know this is when they should turn or when mm-hmm. it should end? And a lot of it is, again, because of the experience. They've done it before, and they know exactly what's going to happen if they do this now or if they do this later. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And I really like that you said that it's, like, all about experience and, like, kind of going through the motions. Because before when I panned, I went like this. <laughs> right? <laughs> but now we know, right? It's, like, elbows in. Yeah. Keep it tucked. And then guide with your hips slowly. slowly type of thing exactly and it's like you would have never known that until you actually did it and you're like oh that looks bad let me try it again yeah and do it differently and then it's like oh okay this is actually better let me just keep doing this yeah have you watched a lot of youtube videos because dude oh dude i just there would be so many days where i would just like sit there and just watch youtube videos after youtube videos and like it would piss me off too because i'm just like bro like what am i doing like i'm just watching consuming content i'm not actually out making anything and i'm like yeah it's cool like i'm learning but what am I doing with it? Nothing. Yeah. You it's know? like, this is a cool way to get some B-roll. Oh, I know how to do it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I quote unquote know how to do it now. You get into this like whole loop of like clicking to the next video, to the next video. And then you're watching like 10 videos and you're just like, you just wasted your entire day. Have yeah. you shot B-roll? No, you haven't done anything. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to keep falling into that hole. Yeah. Honestly. Have you, um, because obviously experience is one of the big things. I, I'm like the same boy as you. And mm. that's how I like learned and developed to where I am today. Mm. But I think another thing that really helps me out um, is I make sure to ask the person that I know in person that knows how to do it, if they could teach me how to do mm. it. That's mm. why I, I asked you, like, if you guys don't know, we talked like earlier before this podcast even started. Like Vince does some edits and like some effects that I don't even know how to do. And I don't even know where to find it on YouTube. That, right. Like, I kind of want to sit with him and kind of like figure it out and see how much more I can expand on. Because I think we went on a previous retreat, right? Mm-hmm. And I talked to you. I was like, yo, like, do you do this all in After Effects? And you're like, no, I do this in Premiere. And I was like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you could do all this in Premiere. I was like, yeah, because I hate After Effects, dude. It's just, I mean, like, it bogs down my computer. Plus, like, it just, it's a lot more complicated than it needs to be. And, like, if I could do it in Premiere, I will cheat my way into just doing it in premiere because i hate like going out of premiere and into like after effects or something else yeah and like i i guess i i would kind of like relate it back to like piano whereas like you know like when when you learn to play piano you don't know anything at first and once you get better and better at it you know you learn how to like just read off of 
um, I don't know what you call that thing that you. Oh, the, the the like the the the. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the the notes. Yeah, the notes. The, the notes. notes. And then you can just play, uh, read the notes, and just play. And then you get to a point, I guess, when you get really good, where it's like, you can compose, like without anything, and like based off the sounds and just how you're feeling, and you can just like kind of freely. Just play the piano. Yeah. Right? But you have to, like, get to that point before you can start doing that. Yeah. And I would say it's, like, the same with, um, with like, effects or, like, editing where it's, like, yeah, you learn the, you learn the basics. You learn the stru- how to structure things. You learn everything about just, like, the fundamentals of editing. But, like, once you have a good understanding of everything, you kind of, like, stop relying so much. Okay, I'm, like, okay, I need to make a cut here. Okay, I need to make a cut here. And you kind of just, like, start experimenting in your own head and just, like, Hmm, I kind of feel like this should go here. Yeah. I kind of feel like this should go here. Or like even with effects, like with effects, if I wanted to do something, I'm like, okay, I kind of want it to like turn this way, but then like zoom in and stuff. And then if I, obviously I wouldn't know how to do it. So I would just like search up exactly like how, how I it. described it. And usually something would come up. Yeah. And if nothing like that would come up, I would kind of just start experimenting. Okay. And I would be like, okay, if I wanted to move this way, maybe I could adjust this. And make it flow like right here, and then adjust the speed ramp, and then kind of mask this to go into here, and you know just like kind of experiment. And there would be like days where like for like a five, like a two second clip, I would like spend twelve hours on just to like get that perfect transition. Yeah, because like I don't see like any videos about it or anything. Oh, that reminds me, I did this like one effect a long time ago where um the keyboards um somebody was playing a keyboard on yeah. a piano, and like I wanted each key to glow every single time. Oh, dude, that like she would click hours. on it. And yeah, cause I didn't, I searched it up and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, well, I did find a video, but like they didn't like show how to do it. So I was like, okay, how would I do it? I kind of like problem solved it. Like how would in math, I guess. Um, and I was like, okay, I have this many seconds of it. If I take this entire video, color grade it first, export everything frame by frame, take those, I don't know, 240 photos, 300 photos, put them all into Lightroom or like Photoshop and just brush like uh, the effect in for every single key. And I did that every single, for every single frame. I think it was either that or maybe I switched back to After Effects and did that instead and brushed it in After Effects. But yeah, I spent, I spent like two days literally just brushing every single key that she clicked on for like 12 seconds. And then that's how he made that effect. And, like, I posted it, and it was a long time ago. Like, it didn't really, like, blow up or anything because, you know, it was just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, but, like, no one would know that I spent two freaking days just brushing and brushing every single layer to make it look like that. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that's something where I guess it was kind of just, like, experimentation. And, yeah, that's how I, like, I, that's kind of how I learned and, like, just went along with learning. And, like, I think, too, what you said when you said I would ask someone that I know, I never did that because of, like, like, I just had this, like, pride thing. Mm. And, you know, I'd never ask anyone how they would do things or, like, ever ask for help. I would want to learn it on my own. And I think, like, a few months ago, I, um, for the first time, I saw someone else edit. And I was watching him, and I was like, bro, like, this shit is so much faster than the way I do it. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here hours and hours and hours, like, like just chopping down on all these um clips. And then, like... The way he did it was like a lot more efficient. Like it saved me time. It would save um, the computer because it won't lag as much because of how much like clips Layers. I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like, okay, like now I kind of understand where I'm like fucking up. Like I should be going. I shouldn't be like stopping myself from like learning from others just because of my pride and I should or my ego. And I'm just 
I should try to learn from everyone, not just like the people on YouTube, not just the people I look up to, but like, like literally your friend or someone else does it. Because maybe they might be doing something a little different than you that could save you hours and hours of work. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think it's important to learn from everyone. Yeah. Honestly. I totally agree because I think the way that I started editing too, it's like, I didn't know there was so many quick keys and so many yeah, like, different yeah, ways to too. like put the skeleton together right. that like it'll make it easier. But dude, that brush story is crazy. <laughs> that you're just, damn. Like that just shows your perseverance of like, yeah, it didn't even, like going on and like making sure you get it done. You have a vision, yeah. you're going to do it type of thing. Cause me, dude, when I can't figure it out, I literally curse my computer out. And oh, I'm just yeah. like, why can't, why is there no <laughs> video like this? Or like when I watch a YouTube video and I'm watching a step-by-step, I'm like, why isn't it working on my computer? I don't understand. And then I'm just I, like, I had, to, I had to leave it for like a day or two. Right. No, I mean, I completely understand that. That shit really does piss me off though. It's like when the thing that's supposed to work is not working, it just like, you don't just want to break it, but you know, yeah. computers, technology have their problems. You kind of have to just go through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool that, like, at least you've been like, okay, I'm going to search this up. Or if I'm not going to, I'm just going to figure it out. Like, yeah. if anything, I'm going to figure out for this one this one frame, just how to do it. Honestly, if you're a creative, Google and YouTube are your best friend. If you don't know how to do something, just search it up. It's literally right there. And if you can't find it, maybe ask your friend. Yeah. And if they don't know, maybe you should go try to find a way to do it. Experiment, record your findings, and post it somewhere. Maybe you could help a lot of people, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, dude. If people don't, if the people didn't post like how to do videos, I think everyone would be like just doing simple ass things unless they they figure it out themselves type of thing. Exactly, of thing. everybody just has different ways of doing it. Um, I think something that can relate to that, I think that I just went through recently was like yesterday when I was trying to edit, or not a couple of days ago, I was trying to edit like some real estate photos, and I was like, there has to be a faster way to do this because this is so tedious. Like it just took so much time. Yeah, and I watched through like twenty videos, and out of those twenty videos, nineteen of them, everybody did it the same way I did. They all took a long ass time to edit like one photo, and I'm just like, dude, like this. And then I found this one guy who uses this one program. Who uh, he just with a click of a button, uh, the program kind of does a bulk of the work. Yeah, and the rest of it, it just took him like two seconds for every single photo to edit. I'm just like, bro, Dang. this like everyone else is spending 10, 15 minutes per photo to do this. And this guy's doing it and in like two seconds. seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy could scale his business so much faster than these other guys because he's actually doing it a lot faster and he's more efficient with his work. Yeah. Same thing with like any other type of editing, whether it's your um, video editing or anything else. Like if you can push out more work because you can do it faster, you're going to be beating these other guys as far as like how you scale your business because you can actually take on more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, you would have never known if you didn't watch that guy. Um, I haven't finished watching the video, but I'm probably going to try because he's selling a course or something. I'll look into it to see if it's actually worth it. But yeah. yeah. Cause like, I kind of agree on both ends too. Like I like to learn the, the grit in it mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I know I could do it from scratch. Exactly. But if there's a way to save you all that time, exactly. You know, why like, not do it? Why not do it? Because you know, I see all the popular YouTubers like use my subscription code for like this free B roll. Like you want to use it for your videos or like mm -hmm. get these presets. And I'm like, I want to learn how to do it though. Yeah. I don't um, think, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like I think, yeah, I definitely encourage everybody to learn how to do it and learn the basics, learn how to create it. Yeah. But then after that, it's like, why shouldn't you just take the shortcut? I yeah. wouldn't say just take the shortcut, but you know, if it makes things um, easier and faster, but still keep the quality up to par with what you need it to be, then do that. But if it needs to be like specifically tailored yeah, to then a specific thing, then yeah, yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah. And helpful tip, if you guys didn't know, you could save 
your transitions and your presets on Adobe yeah. for yourself, your effects and all that type of stuff. Once you've figured it out and did it, just save that and be like, my shake transition. And exactly. then you can see if it works for future videos. If it doesn't, then adjust it to the way that. Yeah, so you like don't that. have to keep doing it over and over again. And yeah. maybe you could even sell it too. I didn't even think about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're just about to wrap up. I'm just going to say any tips that you have for anyone out there going into photography, videography, and, you know, just life tips in general. And then any final thoughts you want to wrap up on? Cause yeah, we're wrapping up, but you know, we can still keep on going. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, the biggest advice uh, I would give to like creators who want to make it their careers is to also put some time into learning the business aspect of freelancing you know photography and videography whether that's just branding or marketing selling yourselves or whether it's creating proposals to clients you know like learning the fundamentals of sales and building a business and entrepreneurship in general i think will definitely help you down the line because if this is what you want to do for the rest of your life or as your career and you want to make money out of it you don't want to be struggling trying to make this your career. You know, you want to be able to feed yourself, your family, or whoever you have. Um, so, yeah, the business aspect of videography and videography, or videography and photography, photography yeah. um, are just as important to the skill itself if you want to be able to do this for the rest of your life. And yeah. I think that's something that not many creators focus on. And I think more people should be looking into that. Yeah, I completely agree with that because, honestly, like you said, you need to have business in order to make this your career type exactly. of thing. And um, I would just add on to that. I think something that we've been talking about throughout mm -hmm. this whole entire thing is don't fight yourself and be consistent. Exactly. That's really big things. Keep growing. Don't be afraid. Yes, sir. Any other things, Vince? Or No, I think, I think that's it. That's it? All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for getting on this podcast with me, Vince. It was great. I really no, appreciate it. Me. Yes, appreciate sir. It. I look forward to having you again. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we could probably talk about that. Yeah, we could talk all day. Because um, <laughs> me and him have always interesting conversations and stuff like right. that. So, um, thank hey, you. Maybe we could talk about business stuff later. Oh, true. Like on the net podcast. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. If Something you want to um, shout out your socials, Vince, I'm, we'll also put in a link below. Oh, but. yeah. It's, it's just my name. I'm trying to like change all my socials to my name now. It used to be Vince Flies, V-I-N-C-E-F-L-Y but now it's just my name my full name that's v-i-n-c-e-n-t-j-a-u-g-a-n yep i'll put down his tiktok his youtube oh, no, his, no, don't put down my TikTok, no. i'll put down his <laughs> instagram his youtube below for y'all yeah. um and we're going to say peace out thank you for being on the podcast we'll see you in the next episode peace out guys